Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast, and I am Terry. And I'm Vanessa. Happy Thursday! We made it to another week of podcasting. Praise be. I love it, though. How you doing? I'm good, girl. I know that you've been going through it. That Peloton being whipping your ass and all, and your liver slowly dying from all the COVID drinking. But I'm in the same boat. Yeah. So. I mean, all you do is <laughs> drink, workout, drink, workout, repeat. I don't even yeah. think the working out is even effective with the amount of drinking that we do. Well, the good thing about it is, I, I was thinking about this earlier. I really just have to go sit outside, and then and I, I, yeah, I just melt. I'm like, sure. I, I was going to say it's a thousand degrees. We live yeah, in Florida, so it's hot as fucking hell right now. You do like four sit-ups and all of a sudden it feels like you really got a good workout in and then it's back to drinking. I could imagine because I just sit on my balcony and I feel like I'm dying. So a sit-up will, will really probably take me out. <laughs> I'm just saying. So good what are Lord. we talking about this week? All right. Well, we have a pretty good episode this week. We are going to be talking about corporate America and their unbearable coworkers that go along with it. We have our weekly Girlwise Celeb Tea update. We're going to be breaking down all the good, bad, ugly, a lot of sad stuff this week. So bear with us. You're going to be doing your weekly reviews and then whatever the fuck else we come up with in between. Because somehow we always manage to go off on a tangent somewhere. So whatever that brings. Well, especially since it's going to be about corporate America. Because I was telling you earlier, I could fucking just go on for goddamn days. I was about- just going to say, and you can go on forever and a day with this. So guys, bear with her because I have a feeling once we get going, this could this episode could go for a while. So little background, Vanessa and I worked together for over six years. And now looking back, because we are solely business partners and never have to see a lot of those people again, that we like to call it the uh, hashtag corporate hellhole. Yep. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. You know, the people that fucking kiss ass, talk too much, the yes men, the smelly people, the one-uppers. Ass kissers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that most people that listen to us is working class people like us. So I'm sure a lot of people will be able to relate to this episode because whether your company is big or small, uh, there's one of these people. It's always one. Correct. Someone like the uh, the people that we're going to describe is in your office. Probably have multiple like we do. Yeah. Where you're just like, who raised you and why? Yeah. yeah. All right. So what are we going to, what are we going to dive into first? Cause this is all you girls. This episode is, is for Terry. Lunchroom etiquette. Ugh. We said before in a previous episode that we have been eating in our cars or we're eating in our cars for years because mm-hmm. we don't want to talk to people. I said I, I lasted like in the social lunchroom situation for a good year. You said you lasted like four days. I don't know. Park yeah, under a tree, fucking stick your feet out the window and eat your lunch is the way to do it because ugh, these people are fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. So number one, if you reheat fish in a company microwave, there is a 100% chance that everybody fucking hates you. We all know who does it. Correct. I mean, okay, so where Terry and I worked, we sat upstairs in the building. And how many times did we smell that funky ass fish? And I mean, that's my the point of my story is that it travels all the way upstairs yeah. to the back of the building. You can smell the fish. And I just, I think it's rude. I just think it's plain I, fucking rude. I think I can smell it like a block down the street. God. What happened to the days of having a sandwich, um, maybe a cup of soup, 
you know, chicken noodle, a PB and J, some leftover pizza. But fish is for your home. I'm sorry. No one wants to smell your tuna. I mean, at least tuna, you don't, you know, you can go outside and eat it, I guess. I'll let you slide with that one. But a piece of fish that needs to be warmed up is disgusting. Yeah. Um, And I also don't believe in warming up fish personally, but that's just me. I don't know. Fish is so low calorie. I feel like just shove it in your mouth the night before. Fuck. Don't bring it in there and torture us with it. Correct. Correct. What did we do to you? So (laughs) next is those people that eat in a corporate lunchroom. Crumbs are everywhere. Yeah. Crackers, sandwich crumbs. Granola bar crumbs. Mm -hmm. And some people even leave their goddamn plate. Or wrappers. Pick up after yourself. That's Mm -hmm. fucking disgusting. Are you a Mm -hmm. toddler? Mm -hmm. Or since we're on the food thing right now, the people that leave their K-cups in the freaking Keurig machine. Oh, God. I hate those people. Why do I have to dump your your K-cup? First of all, I don't want to touch anything that you touch. I already bet enough I touch his handle to put my own damn K-cup in it. Now I got to clean up after you as well. Yeah. Or... Go ahead. <laughs> There's one person in particular I'm thinking about that makes his coffee and then leaves it there for like three hours until it gets Oh, cold. yeah. They leave their mug there and now you get there to make your own cup of coffee. And like, it's rude to like touch people's items, whether it's in the microwave or under the, K- the Keurig machine, but it's there for hours. You got to move it. Yeah. Or the people uh, that leave the Keurig machine with no water. Hello. It takes time to refilter the- filter itself. I'm just thinking, I. I'll deliver your cup of coffee that you're going to leave there so I, I never can make my own. One. But like, what What if I like picked my boogers and then touched your coffee cup and brought it to you? What if I licked it? Like, don't leave your shit out there in the open. You don't know what people do with it. And how busy are you that you can't stand and wait, what, 45 seconds for the coffee to brew? It's a Keurig. It takes like <laughs> seconds. It's not like, you know, it's not like the old school brewing a pot of cup or, you know, pot of coffee that you put the grounds in the, the whole that was a setup okay fine you can come back to that but a keurig machine literally takes what a minute tops to dump the eight ounces in your cup well you know the people that do it they're they're really busy as we would always right. say oh busy real right. busy oh right. yeah right right can't, right can't miss this one email coming in i gotta let my k-cup sit there for it takes more time hours. for you to walk back and forth than it does if you would have just stood there and waited and then gone back to your desk i guarantee like guaranteed all right. So lunchroom etiquette. If you don't have any, don't eat at lunch. That's what we got to say about that. Yeah, one. Go, go to your car like the rest <laughs> of the cool people. What about phone etiquette, Terry? Those people that literally, A, their ringer is on full blast. So every time you get a call, the whole damn building needs to know that your phone is ringing. Or the people that when they do get a call, it's on speaker. Thank you for calling so-and-so and the whole building has to hear it. I don't know if I have a theory that People that have their phone on speaker in the open office air or like they have an office and they leave their door open. They want everybody to know that they're working in there. I was going to say they want to sound important. Like they have yeah. shit to do. I was, and then my next thing was going to be exactly that. The people that have an office and still insist on leaving the door open with the phone on speaker at full blast. Yeah. Like why? You're working. High five. You think you're I welcome. give a shit who the fuck you're talking to? I am trying to listen to my goddamn podcast right now. Amen, sister. But it's also about volume control. Even if you are on a on a normal phone call, you don't need to scream into the client's ear to where people two blocks down can fucking hear you. The Shh. client's probably going deaf, poor thing. The client's yeah. probably 
You know, like when people hold their phone far away from the ear, like, good Lord, stop yeah. yelling oh, at me. Shit. Exactly. Welcome to <laughs> So yeah, that's, I hate that. We have plenty of those. Uh -huh. The next one, singing and humming at, period, period. You should not be singing or humming at work ever, ever, okay? I don't care if you can or cannot sing. Shut the fuck up. You are not Beyonce. And the sound of your fucking voice literally makes my ears bleed, let alone your singing and humming. And it's just, again, it's another one. It's rude. You're not in your house. You're not in your car. You're at a place of work. Why the fuck are you singing and humming? Well, there's like, there's two different types of people that do it. There's ones that sit at their desk and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, maybe they, they're just, this is like the norm. They don't, they don't even know that they're doing it and being annoying. But then there's other people that will walk down the hallway and like belt out a fucking Beyonce song at the top of their lungs. Like they can actually sing. I've seen that. <laughs> I think I personally think both are rude. I think they're both fucking rude. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Like, like you're around other people. Correct. Correct. If we needed a singer, we would have hired one. You're going to like punch numbers or do something. And it ain't, they didn't hire you to sing. I know yeah. that much. Are you Mariah Carey? Then shut no. the fuck up. Correct. That is one thing that drives me nuts. And like you said, the humming, the hummers around the office, you know, like we know you're here. We, we see you. Unfortunately, we hear you. Enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing I've noticed, and this was actually recent, people that mutter to themselves under their breath. Oh. Like, <laughs> so don't you don't know what me out. Yeah, we know you're angry, but we don't know what you're fucking angry about. So either say it out loud or don't. Like, go, go talk to yourself in your car when you go park under a tree and get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, or at home or anywhere that's not here. Because you sound like you about to fucking blow up the building. And mm -hmm. it is creepy. Yep. They, right, said, they creep me out personally. People <laughs> that do that, I'm like, um, you're crazy. And stay away from me, please. So next on the list is people that don't understand personal space. Mm -hmm. The people that stand right behind you, say you're in a four by four foot cubicle and they breathe down your fucking neck, which is why I think that the six foot CDC recommended social that, distancing. Yes. Let's forever, it forever, forever. Don't, I don't, if I feel your breath tingling down my neck, I, you're lucky I don't fucking smack you across the face with my tape dispenser. Get away Correct. from me. That's rapey. And if I'm talking about an email, I can read it to you with you standing six feet away. You don't need to like lean over my shoulder and read it for me. I'll do you one better, bitch. I'll fucking print it and hand you the piece of paper. Stop yeah. breathing on me. As long as I am get away. so with you on this because I've had people like, you know, where my desk was, where we worked together, where there's certain parts of the office where you're like front row and center. So my desk was just like command center of the office where just people just lean there to just lean and talk and hang out. And I would have people literally where I tell you, some people would come to maybe, you know, my top drawer was always full of gum. I'm very, you know, I'm very, uh, what is it? Giving, take the Keep gum. Lying. I don't care. You're such a liar. I give gum to everybody because they probably need it, but that's a whole nother reason. Uh, that's the only reason she does. Like, get their Whatever. But I've had people really oh, come get gum and their dick is on my shoulder practically <laughs> that much on top of me. It's like, hello, personal space, you know? Um, and it's just rude. And then, like you said, they're hot breath. If they're a spitter when they talk, you got spit <laughs> flying at you. It's just, again, it's rude. That's how we got into the corona mess in the first place. You fucking mm -hmm. spitting in my face, you animal. You know what it is, Terry? Like, people, 
I guess just have no home training. Like, okay, I get it that at home people do whatever. You know, it's your home. You pay the bills. You do whatever you want. Okay, yeah. you want to go a wild animal that's been released from the cage? Go for <laughs> it. But when you're around other people, you have to have some sort of etiquette and just like mind people's space and things that you do and eat and you know all the above. And I think nobody has it. One of the or most that, don't. One of the things that always would bother me is like if I'm drinking my three cups of coffee, let's say I'm hungover. You know, I know right. that I am not going to have freshy Listerine breath. I'm working over here, but that's mm-hmm. why I'm staying in my own personal space. In your bubble. Yeah. If you're going to get two centimeters from my face, look over my shoulder and read an email. And then I put gum into my mouth and then you say, oh, I'm sorry. Do I need gum? Well, if, if I'm making you insecure by eating a piece of gum, maybe it's your fucking nappy ass breath. Please get away from me. Mm-hmm. Call me on the phone. Mm-hmm. Or Which, just like you said, those people that stand over your shoulder. It's just rude. I think uh, it's rude. It is. Or the people that holler at you like you're a fucking dog. Yep. Terry. Terry. Vanessa. Terry, you there? Yep. And then and then they were like, why are you ignoring me? Uh, Because I'm not a dog. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's how I talk to Luna. Luna, where are you at? Uh, or the one who just say your name a thousand times in a day. I won't mention any names. I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> but asa, but asa, I won't miss that. That's for sure. Love you long time. <laughs> yeah, just the six foot social distancing. Let's keep that in place forever. But I'm with you. This next one is near and dear to my heart. And you know I'm why. The, the fucking bathroom. Bathroom etiquette. There well, is none. Well, We'll we'll keep it a but we'll get PG. into this one slow. PG thirteen. <laughs> the people that talk to you when you're in there sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to talk to me about anything. Hypothetically, let's say I'm taking a shit. Please don't talk to me. Or if you're taking a shit, don't talk to me. Just don't talk to me. Well, period. The only the only time that that's approved is in your own home with your own family and your own husband if that's what you do. But at work, like you said, when I'm in a stall next to you. And peeing, poopy, popping a yeah. pimple, whatever it is that I am doing in there, I don't want to carry on conversation with you. And then, like, I've had it where, like, there's they're flushing in between. And, ah. like, like, what? Are you, the fuck? Like, can this wait? It, yeah. Or, wait, I got it. I'm sorry. Or the people that bring the work into the bathroom. Hey, I called you ah. and left you a message. Or, hey, did you get a, my memo? Excuse me, I am trying to take a shit. Uh, and you're bringing your manila fucking folder in here and you're going to throw it in my face? I've seen Call it. Call me never. I've seen it. First of all, why are you bringing your papers, your desk papers into the bathroom? I think you're disgusting. Yeah, now they got pieces okay. on it. Correct. I think you're fucking disgusting. And I've seen many people do it, number one. Number two, how dare you talk to me about anything that is work-related on my fucking 45, 60-second yeah. piss break, okay? <laughs> like, that's just ridiculous. Like, I, again, it's fucking rude. Yeah. And then there's also those people, and I know that you've seen them in there. They take their like personal calls into a bathroom stall, but like oh, it's a, yeah. it's an open ass bathroom. I don't want to yeah. care about your OBGYN appointment and your fucking test yeah. results and like or your the apartment you're looking for or your kid's daycare drama or your baby daddy. No one gives like the baby daddy crazy in the stall talking on in the bathroom because it's gross. Yeah. Okay. 
Why would you want to inhale shit spray when you're fucking on the phone with your doctor? Go outside or go into a break room. Why are you hiding? The person on the other end knows you're in the bathroom. There's an echo. Yeah. And the toilets Mm -hmm. are flushing. So please uh, go talk anywhere else. It's not like it's the same at all. Like, hey, Paul. Excuse me, we can all hear you. We're trying to have five seconds of silence and peace, and here you go making calls. Yeah, if your OB's calling to tell you that you have chlamydia, we fucking heard it in the hallway, bitch, because it's echoing in there. Or the people that freaking hog the stall and just stand in there, and there's no noise, there's nothing going on, and yeah. you stand there for days and days. Hello, there is a limited amount of stalls around here. Yeah, there's like only three go people that can go to the not. bathroom at a time and you're just standing in there go lay in your car like Correct. go no to your right car here. nobody's looking at for you in the parking lot nope. nobody you're just like fucking holding up the goddamn line yep but i'm not gonna say that this has happened i'm just gonna say maybe it happened or it didn't happen mm-hmm. if you're mad at somebody don't go in the bathroom at your corporate office and take a fucking shit on the floor because Please don't. You're not sticking it to the man. You're not saying, ha ha, look at me. I shit on the floor. You're just torturing yeah, the other fucking. Yeah. You're not even torturing the fucking people who you, you're trying to punish. You're just taking a shit on the floor and being fucking nasty. With your so-called friends. Uh, y- yeah. That's, That's who you're fucking over. Because the big dogs have private stalls. Correct. They're going to be in an executive stall somewhere with like the fancy Charmin toilet paper. So if you think that you're okay. getting one over... By taking a dump literally right in front of the fucking toilet, which again, I'm not saying this did or did not happen. Please don't mm-hmm. fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And another one. If you wear a pad to the office and you change that pad and you stick it to the fucking bathroom stall, mm-hmm. um, don't call me never. Just stay the fuck away from me, you psycho. Mm-hmm. You think first somebody- of all, the first problem is Unless there's a real reason. I don't know why you're wearing a pad, number one. Number two is how fucking dare you? Okay, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Or the people, Terry, that... I don't know about you, but, like, especially... I think I do it no matter where I'm at, but especially in public, the people that don't look back after they're done and they just leave, like, blood on the seats, turds oh. on the seats, and uh, smears. Like, do you not look to make sure you've cleaned up your fucking area, you nasty pig? Like, people just... They have no shame. No shame. There was a time, you know, hypothetically, mm-hmm. that that somebody took a fucking, they had to have been taking a tampon out and then flinging it, you know, into the trash, but Lovely. splattered blood all over the wall. Like, calm down. Why are you so aggressive? Why is there blood on the floor, on the wall? Why is there piss on the floor? Get it together. Control body ailments. That is disgusting. And don't give me the whole squatting and peeing. Like, if you didn't learn to squat, like, at 10 years old, I blame your mother. I blame your grandmother. I blame whoever raised you. Because there's no reason why you're, when you squat as a lady, that you should be creating a puddle on the floor. Yeah. every, Every day. I mean, the only time that I can see that would be acceptable is if you're at like a nappy ass fucking gas station bathroom and there's already a bunch of pee all over the seat and you absolutely- Or you're drunk as fuck, but like in the middle of a work day at 9 a.m., it's not acceptable. Yeah. Why is your- I'm sorry. Like, it's a normal bathroom. It's not a gas station bathroom. I assume you're not fucking wasted. So it shouldn't be that hard to just go into the toilet. But I told you like- 
there's there, the theory that I had is that some people have pee bags. Like if you're, yes, I know you've always said that. Yeah, and then their hands are shaking as they try to dump the pee into the toilet, and they they just throw but it. The reason I don't agree with you, especially if we're talking about our own workplace. There's no one even that old enough where their hands are shaking that bad that they're creating that kind of a puddle. And then if that's the case, then go lower into the bowl. Like, oh, God. Do it from up here. It ain't working. So I think your theory is fucked. <laughs> I'm just saying there's no excuse. There's no legitimate excuse. Either dump your bag closer to the bowl where there's no room for splatter. And again, I still don't even think that's a thing because there's no one that even old that their hands are that shaky. I'm not saying they don't have pee bags up no, in this, there. This is a hypothetical situation. Remember, like I, I'm just thinking they their frail, brittle hands can't. Oh, that's hold right. Hypothetically, fine. Yes, I agree with there. you. Great theory. Yeah, and then they're they're shaking and they're just like, oh fuck it, I'll throw it into the wall. And I'm, I'm gonna like splatter all over the fucking mirror and the I'm floor. <laughs> Basically, the moral of that story is get your. If you're not going to get etiquette up anywhere else in the workplace, get it up in the bathroom, especially because ladies are the worst. Ew. And then how many times have we heard that the the ladies' bathroom is a hot ass mess compared to the men's? The smell. Like to the the point where somebody will write like a letter that says, We can't handle the stinky smell. Please. No, Terry, they're hurt. I'll never forget. Like it's literally like how they say when bad things happen, they're like, I'll never forget. Yeah, I'll never forget. I went into, this is at a company I worked for. I went into the bathroom and Terry, I didn't know any better because the person had come out. I knew who came out and I went in right after. Oh my goodness, Terry. My eyes were watering. They were bleeding. Oh the God. The smell was so bad. And then the worst part was the person was washing their hands in like the sink. So I had to stand there like literally just choke on it basically because I didn't want to be that fucking rude. Even though honestly looking back, and if it happened to me today, I probably would be that fucking rude. Because if you're like bold enough out. to walk out of there and leave me that funk, then I'm bold enough to walk back out right behind you and tell you that fucking smells like hell in there. <laughs> but I was younger. This was years ago. And girl, um, but I'll never forget it. It was traumatizing. Like how, and it wasn't like, not to be gross, like it wasn't like someone took a shit. I mean, this is someone's body odor that is just atrocious. I was say, it's fun. No, this wasn't like, you know, you can... Unfortunately, we've all been there where you're at a public arena or wherever where you're like stuck in someone's shit. It's gross, but you can kind of deal with it. This was on another level. This was like my eyes were watering. My fucking hairs on my arms were standing up. <laughs> like, it was bad, okay? And like I was about to fucking throw up in the middle there because the funk, my stomach was turning. So that's different. And that is not acceptable. And like I said, if it happened to me today, I think I might be bold enough to say or not, I don't have to say anything, but I'll fucking walk the hell out of there because that was torture. Because the problem is, you try to be polite with these people. You don't want to run right. out holding your nose, like fucking screaming and crying. It was an older woman, and I didn't want to be like a piece of shit person, Terry. But looking back at it now, I'm sorry. That was like that should have been like a felony. What I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> like that should be illegal to put someone through that. Uh-huh. Like, and oh you know, my you, god, you smell yourself. Okay. My mama always told me growing up, okay, especially like as a young girl when you get your period and you're starting to go through puberty and you're, you know, you go through that part where like you need deodorant, but you're like, what's deodorant? You know, the whole thing. And your mom, okay, now it's time to wear deodorant. My mama always told me right when that time came, when I started wearing the secret and shit, listen, honey, you make sure you put this on every day or whatever the hell she said. Why? Because you're going to smell yourself before anybody else does it. You don't want nobody smelling your funky ass like when you sweat or your period or your ass, you ain't washed your ass. (laughs) Okay, it's gross. 
It's the truth. You need to wash your... My grandfather, another person in my rest in peace. My mom's not dead, but, you know, just things you learn in life. My grandfather would always joke with us. Did you want... You need to get out of the shower. Did you take a shower? Yes, I did. Did you, you wash your ass? ass with soap and water? Not just wash your ass, soap and water, because... Anybody can just stand in the shower and let water hit them. Did you wash that ass? And it's the truth. Okay. I saw something. It was like a meme. I can't remember what Instagram account it was on, but it was like beauty tip number one, wash your ass. Yes. <laughs> Anybody who knows me, like on a personal level, my favorite thing to do in life is take a shower. I, I live for a shower. I, it's it's like a pastime for me. Okay. I don't know how people don't like to do it. I don't know how you don't want to come out smelling like a fucking fresh ass bar or dove or what I use dove personally. <laughs> But whatever the fuck else you use, Olay, uh, soft, whatever, how can you not? I just don't get how they're so forthcoming about it because you know they left the funk in there. They're going to like mm-hmm. walk out knowing other people are in the bathroom. Then they're going to wash their hands. Even if I take like the smallest, daintiest poop, I am going to wait until everybody leaves the bathroom so that I can run out and nobody knows it was me that took a shit. Or I had one lady one time. It was a little weird, but in a way I kind of respect it. She kind of just, like, I was coming in. She was, she's like, you don't want to go in there. I <laughs> it stinks or something she said. I don't know exactly. But she basically warned me that she had taken a dump. And, I mean, I don't know if I would go that route personally. But at least she warned you that, hey, I just took a shit and it smells. Versus, like you said, or, like, how I've been through, where they just walk out and pretend that it smells like roses in there when they know yeah. it smells like a fucking cow's just, just dumped all over the yeah. place. They just walk out, like, humming, like, Correct. Look at me. Uh, no, bitch, my eyes burn. They're crying. They're crying. I, okay? I, I have had to tie a sweater around my face. But you know what I always think about? And this was like a, a happy hour story, but we'll talk about happy hour later. You know, like the things where you get out the toilet, uh, the seat cover? Yeah, yeah. That's like on the wall. Somebody yeah. reached in there one time and there was um, a pair of crusty panties. Like Shut dirt, the fuck up. Dirty used underwear. Like went to go That's get a seat cover and they pulled out some fucking crusty panties. Who would do that? I, I don't, this is hypothetical. I, I don't know. Oh, again, hypo, my bad. Hypothetical. Well, hypothetically, whoever the fuck did that? The goddamn man. You are and if it was hypothetically at the place we work, and they're even more of an animal because there's trash cans everywhere, so you're a fucking animal. Yeah, but what's, like, who would do that? But what's weird is like I know the stall hypothetically, and the trash cans right fucking there. That's what so, I like, said. There's someone hypothetically where we worked. Uh, there's trash cans every goddamn where you fucking weirdo. That's, yeah, that, that is, to me, that's just someone being an asshole. Wait, like, they did that on purpose. Like you didn't mistakenly put it in the filter thing like you did that on purpose oops i forgot i was gonna come back and smell these later uh no that's narnar that's disgusting you could have shoved them down your pants you could have done anything with them but you chose to have somebody stick their hand in and unknowingly grab crusty panties and then unfortunately and i was just gonna say and then torture just some unknowing person that like i assume you don't hate everybody in the building <laughs> <laughs> Like, what if it was your BFF co-worker that came through now? They got to... Uh, that's just fucked up. All right. So to get off the bathroom topic, because... Yeah. I knew we I knew we were going to go on a tangent. When I saw that on the outline, I was like, that's what I talk about. We always get on a tangent. So this is more of, I would say, a manager's fault at a workplace. Because if they make you feel like you can't take a sick day and you have like a hundred degree fever and they're just like, where the fuck are you? Are you saying mm-hmm. that you have diarrhea that you cracked yourself mm-hmm. on the way to work and they make you feel really bad about it? That's on them. But 
people who come to work sick and then they get the entire fucking office sick and then everybody's sick. Which has happened to me on more than one occasion. It's the worst. And yeah, exactly like you said. Not only are you sick, but now we're all fucking fucked up and sick. Yeah, and then we're all going to be made to feel like shit for being sick, but it's you that's bringing these people in there to breathe into the open air. Go the fuck home and stay there. God damn. And then like I always said, when that one person is sick and they don't even have the courtesy to send them home, it's like all you're doing is exactly what we already know is going to happen, which always happens is now so-and-so is sick, then so-and-so, and it just goes on like just like this COVID where one person affects how many other people that end up with the same freaking sickness or worse, depending on them. And now you have four people that are sick and calling in. So it's like, you're an idiot. You're yeah. losing. I mean, you know, I'm very candid with how I speak. So mm-hmm. if I have raging diarrhea, I'm going to tell you that I have raging diarrhea, but don't say that I'm saying too much or that, oh, too much, because you know, you're up in my business and wanting to know where the fuck I am anyway, because you'd be like, well, well and I was gonna say, it's not a, you can't win anyways. If you just say I'm sick, well, with what? what are you sick? What's wrong with you? Why can't you, are you that sick? You can't come to work. So then yes, you have to get so graphic. <laughs> I mean, I personally can't do what Terry does. Terry will just straight up say, I have diarrhea. I'm fucking, my period's about to explode all over the place. Like, I, he has no shame. I bled. I have shame, so I don't do that. But it, but you are right. Like, I wish sometimes I had the balls you did to say some of the things you did, because you're right. If you want to know that bad, well, then guess what? I'm going to tell you that I was sitting on the toilet fucking shitting my brains out for the last three hours. What else do you want to know? It's coming out like lava. It's Correct. Like bridesmaids. Coming can't. out like hot lava. I love that movie, but, like, but it's the truth. Don't ask me. Like, uh, people get sick. You don't want to fucking know the details. Like, what if I had um, like chlamydia or gonorrhea or they what if I know? What you if know, I, I'm like ninety nine percent sure it's illegal? But what okay. if I had a yeast infection and I was I don't. They want to know that you have cottage cheese coming out of your <laughs> vagina. They want to know what color is it. They're gonna tell <laughs> you what level you're at. And then they'll be like, ew, TMI. You didn't have to go Correct. that far. Well, then what Correct. the fuck did you want me to say? Oh, I had a migraine? Well, I did, and I had diarrhea. Correct. Right? No, you Listen, as much as, like I say, I always make fun of you, like, Terry's got balls I don't know if I'll ever have. Terry keeps it real. She got diarrhea. The whole world knows she's fucking shitting her brains out. She ain't got no shame. Yeah, I'm going to say that I got IBS. I got GERD. I'm not going to hide anything since y'all want to know so fucking bad. Okay. And me, I'm like, I'm sick. <laughs> but I'll be in the work. <laughs> yeah, and you're the one breathing on all of this bitch. <laughs> well, they scare me sometimes. <laughs> all right, what else do we got? People, I knew we were gonna go like on and on with this office shit. <laughs> people that talk just to say shit in a meeting so that they sound smart or relevant. Correct. Like, like we're all having a full-on discussion about shit that we're actually gonna implement, and then you have to chime in and say, like, oh yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I agree. Shut the fuck up. Yep. You have nothing yep. to contribute to this conversation. Please be quiet. And that's all like a look at me, look at me. Uh, no one's looking at you. Oh, I know stuff. Neither. Why? Because you said I follow. I get it. Correct. I know. Oh, okay. Correct. Great. And then like the best is after the meeting where they're like, "Hey, did you get all that? All right. Wh- where do you need? Me- what do you need me to do? Let me know if you need anything. I'm here for you." Blah. And like meaning you ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. Uh, just piss off. Mm-hmm. So the next is yours. I know you're really passionate about this one. Well, no, wait, you skipped yours email etiquette. So I'm going to do it for you because 
I have something to say about email etiquette, like a lot. First of all, don't yell at me with your all caps. It's rude. Everybody yeah. knows it's fucking rude. It's like the oldest rule in the email world. Number one. Number two, I hate those fucking people. They're like, you'll ask a question and then they take it upon themselves to then reply and copy the entire company with their snarly fucking rude ass remark. And it's like, okay, bitch. Thank you. I realize you hate me or whatever. Like, that's fucking rude. Sorry. You know, just because we know, just because you think you know it all, Karen, doesn't mean everybody else does. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that's a tough one because I, I know I, I, one for you. you've I, been there. I have been there. And I just, I always think every time it's happened to me, because like I can ask the simplest, what I think is just such a simple question that any decent person could just respond to and say, uh, yay, nay, no, or tell me I'm a fucktard in private. But then they got to put like the vice president, all the departments on it. And then they're like, this is what I know. Well, congratulations. Yes. But if you're so smart, why the fuck do you work here? Amen. <laughs> and my thing is this. Like, there is an appropriate time to obviously CC and BCC people, things like that. But sometimes you can tell that people are just doing it to try to shit yeah. on you. And then sometimes you have to be a real fucking bitch, which I'm sure we've all done, where, oh, you know, shit on me, then reply back and shit all over them all over again oh, for whatever yeah. reason. But it's just like, it just becomes an unnecessary war. And it's just like, why are you such a fucking bitch? If you knew the answer, you could have just responded to me. Why does that? Why does the executive chairman and CEO have to be involved? Because you know something? Oh, congratulations. They ain't going to pay you no more money, honey. Yeah. Oh, you know a thing. Woo! Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to make sure you did not skip over that one. My next one is my favorite, which is, okay, just because we are acquaint, what I like to call acquaintances at work, meaning we politely say hello at the coffee machine. If I see you in the hallway in passing, we say hello. That does not mean that we're real life friends. That does not give you the okay to freaking friend request me on every platform you happen to oh. uh, see me where friends you may know or people you may know. Because some people, I don't know about you, Terry, but some people I just don't want in my personal life. Now, I don't really like, I don't post really anything special on social media, like on our private pages or anything like that. So I don't have anything to hide. But at the same time, I don't want to go out on a happy hour, maybe post a picture of me and you and another friend or something. And then you comment, Oh, why was it I wasn't invited to because uh, we're not real life friends. That's why. So why wasn't I invited? No, and like, how many times that's happened? The worst part is when one of them will add you on Facebook or something, or like mm-hmm. try to follow you on Instagram. And let's say you want to keep your shit private because you post a lot of raunchy memes, and then they'll be like, "Why didn't you accept my friend request?" Because um, we're not real life friends, Karen. <laughs> It's the bad for all the Karens that are getting all the heat right now. But we got to keep it up. I mean, I, I watch something on Inside Edition, like these poor, like, nice Karens. They're like, why is everybody attacking Karens? I don't know. It's a thing right now, and I'm yeah. going to keep going with it. So, yeah, Karen, we're not real-life friends. It's just it's just the name, but we don't mean you, Karen. No, Karen, we love you. We love you, Karen. Or my next thing that I freaking can't stand, and I've made, like, literally rules at Happy Hour. Me and Terry love a Happy Hour. We love a fucking good-ass Happy Hour. We're, like, the queens of Happy Hour. We invite the whole goddamn building, okay? No problem. We have no problem. We're friendly. Come on. You're drinking. We're drinking. Everybody's drinking. No fucking problem. However, when Monday rolls back around, I don't care if Terry and I were both on the tables flashing the whole damn fucking bar. When we get back to work on Monday, which has not happened. These are hypotheticals. Yeah. <laughs> um... I don't really need you to 
repeat everything that happened at happy hour or if we were having a deep dive discussion over the boss that we all relate and hate on we don't need to go back on monday to hey vanessa you know i really i really appreciate everything you said about so and so and i fucking hate them no one cares this is monday this is work time we're here to get our paychecks get our jobs done and on friday we can re-up this shit talking but i can't stand someone that comes back to work on monday about last week's happy hour it drives me nuts I don't want to it's care. Like Vegas. What happened in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happened at happy hour stays at happy hour. I don't want to hear how funny I was when I was talking shit about that person we all mutually hate. Because now yeah, I was lit. Now it's Monday. I was lit. I'm going to talk about it again next Friday, but I'm going to expect that you shut the fuck up about it. Right. But on Monday morning, when I'm just sipping my coffee and I'm fucking knees deep in emails and I got shit coming out of my fucking ears with work shit. I don't really give a fuck about what I said at happy hour on Friday because that was Friday and today is Monday. And it makes you a mega nerd. Yeah. That, it, it like, is nerd. that all you thought about all weekend? Like, I did a whole lot. I probably fucking binged the show, fucking went shopping, did what I, I surely did not sit at home and think about whatever someone said at happy hour on Friday. I agree. One other thing before we move on to a different topic. I think the worst characteristic in a person at the office is a one-upper. Like, Uh. let's say you went to Brazil and they're like, oh, well, I went to Brazil. I went to Peru. And then I rode Donkey. No, I went to Brazil and Peru and fucking Japan all in one trip. And and then I rode donkeys into the sunset and then one of them flew into fucking outer space. Nobody cares. Nobody gets Like you said, those people, it doesn't even have to be that extravagant. It could literally be like, hey, this weekend me and my fucking husband went and watched Batman. Oh, well, we watched Batman, Spider-Man, and Avengers. (laughs) Good for fucking you. Okay? Good for fucking you. But did I ask? Do I I care? Am I even Mm -hmm. talking to you? Get the fuck away from me. So basically the moral of that is when it comes to corporate America, we're all deep into it in some way or another, or we've all been there. If you haven't been smart enough to do what me and Tara are doing and being our own bosses now, um, you're probably one of these people. And if you are, stop now. Stop being these people. It's not cute. If you know people like this, just tell them to listen to this episode. Listen when somebody is talking. With an open heart. The best advice I can give is listen to listen. Don't listen thinking immediately, oh, I'm going to respond to this this way. Because then, I don't know, you're probably going to come off as a, a dick to everybody that knows you. But. All right. So we are halfway through. So let's get into our celebrity stories this week. All right. I'm not going to lie, guys. The first two are pretty fucking sad. I'm sure... By now, everybody has heard that the star from Glee, or one of the stars from Glee, Naya Rivera, passed away on July 8th. Um, Just to give you a little background, she rented a pontoon boat with her son in California on Lake Piru. From what I've I've read, it's it's a popular lake. A lot of people go there. Her son is four years old. His name is Josie Dorsey. Um, And this all came about on, on, uh, I think it was around the uh, the fifth or sixth. I don't remember exactly the dates, but... Long story short, they found her son by himself on the pontoon boat, and that's when they basically started a search and rescue mission for Naya because obviously they knew that she had gone out with her son that uh, morning or late late morning, early afternoon. Long story short, the search did last about five days before they recovered her body, unfortunately. I think 
at one point, everybody was hoping that it was going to be like a search and rescue mission. And then I think at another point, people realized that it was a search and recovery mission once they once hours and days had gone by that they hadn't found her. Um, unfortunately, she was not wearing her life jacket. Her son was. So the, right now there's a theory. And I, don't, I think, honestly, Terry, I don't think we're ever going to know because no one was there. But yeah. people are saying that um, she had a pontoon boat that wasn't anchored. So they're thinking that the boat drifted away and that she somehow mustered up enough energy to get her son back on the boat, but then not enough to get herself back on. And again, she didn't have a life jacket on. Obviously, we'll probably never know what really happened out there. Her son is four years old. So I pray to God he doesn't remember much, honestly, because, you know, just watch your mom drown if that's the case or whatever the case may be. No four-year-old should ever go through that. So I don't know if we're up, we're, if we're ever going to know. But it's obviously tragic. I mean, it's sad. Like, this is a young woman, a young mother. Yeah. And she's dead. She's gone. And then, obviously, for those of you that are fans of the, of the Glee uh, show, she's not the only one that's died. This is now the third person that's died. We had uh, Corey Manteith. He was 31 when he died in a hotel room in Vancouver. British Columbia. He died in 2013. And then his death was actually ruled a accidental uh, drug overdose, basically. Then five years later, Mark Sailing, who's another cast member of the show, he died by suicide. Um, he had actually been convicted of child of possessing child pornography. So he was uh, right in the middle of being sentenced. So he unfortunately took his own life. And then now we have Naya. So that's three people from this one show. They've all died tragically. Which yeah. is pretty fucked up and normally like i don't know wealthier people tend to live longer so it's kind of strange and these are all tragic deaths like yeah. none of them are like um natural causes. what do they call that thank you natural causes these are all like all tragic obviously one took his life one accidentally overdosed and one obviously accidentally drowned to some level and that's what they've the autopsy has come back with it she drowned which i don't know why people are like oh she, what does she drown i don't know what was so shocking about that but she drowned obviously my heart goes out to her son. At the end of the day, her son, her family, her friends, her mother, those are the people that are hurting. Yes. I mean, that's just, there's nothing nothing to say about it besides our hearts are with her family, her son, her friends. And we just hope that at some point they get an understanding. Yep. We send our prayers. Um, so we got more sad. More sad. Oof. I know. Can we get this, back to the people year. that shit on the floor? Like... I know, I know. And I, and it sucks that we have to cover these things because, like, you know, I like doing celeb tea, like, the gossipy shit. Like, yeah. who's sleeping with who and who's... These things are sad. Like, I don't want to hear about Naya Rivera passing away. I don't want to hear about what you're about to go th- read about, which is Kelly Preston. So, I'm sure everybody heard. Kelly Preston, a.k.a. Kelly Travolta, passed away. Alrighty. So, on the morning of July 12th, Kelly Preston, actress, wife, and mother, passed away following a two-year battle with breast cancer. The family representative told People, which was first to break the news, Kelly was 57 years old, choosing to keep her fight private. John Travolta shared the heartbreaking news via Instagram as well. He stated, it is with a very heavy heart that I inform you that my beautiful wife, Kelly, has lost her two-year battle with breast cancer. She fought a courageous fight with the love and support of so many. Travolta also shared that he and his family will forever be grateful to the doctors and nurses at MD Anderson Cancer Center, all of the medical centers that have helped, as well as her many friends and loved ones who have been by her side. K- 
Kelly's love and life will always be remembered. I will be taking some time to be there for my children who have lost their mother. So forgive me in advance if you don't hear from us for a while. But please know that I feel your outpouring of love in the weeks and months ahead as we heal all my love, JT. So sad. It's a young woman, 57. It is, but my mom pointed out something that I'm, I'm going to share. I do. She was into Scientology is what the word is. And mm-hmm. if you know anything about Scientology, they don't believe in doctors, medicine, really. Mm. They, they believe in different types of therapy. Like healing? Yeah, some like spiritual mm-hmm. healing. So my mom made a good point. I, I don't know where she read this, but like they probably could have caught the breast cancer earlier if she was seeing a proper physician, but I... Right. Neither here nor there. No, I believe you. And if that's the case, that's really sad. Obviously, for women, it's so important to get your annual mammograms. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I cannot stress enough how important it is. Um, I mean, it's it's a matter of life and death. Obviously, we don't know the background to the story, so we can't comment on that part. But your point is very valid. And it could have very well played a part if she wasn't getting her scheduled mammograms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, please make sure you are doing that as women because it's up to us. And if we don't do it and then, unfortunately, we do get this awful disease, it's only us to blame. Get your mammograms. They are available to you. There are resources out there that allow you to even get them for free. So, please get your mammograms. So important. Yes, ma'am. All right. So, hashtag entanglement. What does that mean? All right. So this week, hashtag entanglement has been trending all freaking week. What it actually means, it's the action or fact of entangling or being entangled, a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. So this word, like I said, has been trending since last Friday. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith, they sat down on her Facebook watch show, Red Table Talk, and she admitted to having a relationship with with the singer August. Now, she previously had stated that it was absolutely not true that Will had ever given her his blessing for this relationship. And this came after August had basically put out some accusations saying that he and Jada had a relationship with Will's blessing. So Jada started with, this is a very personal journey that became very public. Will responded with, so what happened, Jada? Which I thought was super interesting. His fa- And if you have to watch it, it's on uh, Facebook, Red Table Talk his face when he says, so what happened, Jada? It's like, obviously he already knew, but like, I don't know. There's something about the way his face looks. You guys tell me what you guys thought about it. So she started with about four and a half years ago, I started a friendship with August. We actually became really, really good friends. It all started with him just needing some help. Me wanting to help with his health, his mental state. Will then agreed that the entire Smith family offered their support as August battled an autoimmune disease. However, his relationship with Jada was reaching a breaking point at the same time. Jada then continued, from there, you and I were going through a very difficult time. We broke up. Will then added, we decided that we were going to separate for a period of time. You go figure out how to make yourself happy, and I'll go figure out how to make myself happy. I really felt like it could be over. It was then that Jada said she got into a different kind of entanglement with August. It was a relationship. It was, I was in a lot of pain and I was very broken. In the process of that relationship, I definitely realized you can't find happiness outside of yourself. Luckily enough, you and I were also going through a process of healing in a much different manner. We did everything we could to get away from each other, only to realize that wasn't possible. Jada also stated, the only person that can give permission in that particular circumstance is myself. 
she definitely made that clear, which I totally understand. Like, as a woman and your own woman, if you're going to sleep with someone, obviously you're going to, I would hope that you're the one that's giving the permission, not your husband. But yeah. I think she was just trying to make that clear, like, Will doesn't control her in that kind of way. But what August was probably trying to communicate, Jada said, because I can actually see how he would perceive it as permission because we were separated amicably. I think he also wanted to make it clear that he was not a homewrecker, which he is not. Looking back, Jada said that through her relationship with August, which she doesn't perceive as a transgression, I'm sorry, transgression, she was able to work through deep healing. When Jill and waited, when Jill and Will decided to give their decades-long relationship another shot, Jada said August decided to break all communication and they haven't spoken since. Now, the world has literally been talking about this all week since last Friday. First of all, Terry, do you think that she cheated or do you think she was separated and she was good to go? That's what I'm wondering because I don't understand why this is fucking news. If Will is good with it and he's like understanding moving forward, moving past, then like why are we talking about it? Well, the reason it's news is because August was on, um, he did an interview with Angela Yee. She's on the show, uh, the breakfast show with Charlamagne the God. Yeah. And that's where he kind of, right. So that's where he kind of came out and brought up the whole, him and Jada had a relationship kind of thing. And that's kind of where it blew up. Obviously, you know, social media always takes it to the next level. So maybe he was just saying it like, hey, I mean, Jada, we hooked up, whatever. And then the world took it to the next level. So the, the Smiths obviously felt they had to address it. Now, I'll say this. Will and Jada have always been known to have an open marriage and have just like a different kind of relationship. So I'm not like, I wasn't like, you know, falling off my chair shocked when I heard that she might have been with August. What they don't get is why four years later he's just coming out with this now, which I can kind of agree with them that because it is kind of old news. And maybe it's one of those things like, you know, get your extra five minutes of fame kind of thing. It's like it's like Ray J talking about Kim all these years later. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. I guess I look at it like like you said, where I mean, if Will's fine with it, he gave it, and maybe he didn't give his blessing literally to August. But if they were split up and they were split up under the assumptions that hey, if we see other people, we see other people. If they're fine with it, then I'm fine. What do I yeah. get? It? You know. But let me tell you, girl, entanglement is trending. Everybody's talking about it. So obviously, we had to kind of mention it. I want to know what everybody else thinks. So let us know. We have some blogs up about it. We definitely talked about it this week. So comment on our blogs, DM us, let us know what you think about it. What else have we got going on out there? So we all thought that there was going to be a possibility. Well, I don't know who actually thought it was going to happen, but that Kanye West would be in the presidential running for this. I do. It was ever going to happen. At least <laughs> this year. Yeah. I'm not going to say never, ever. Cause I don't put nothing past Kanye, but I, it, it wasn't going to happen this, this coming up election. Yeah. He didn't announce it until July 4th and like the elections in November. So like you got to imagine, like it takes a lot of time to do that. Yeah, I would imagine there's a lot of paperwork involved and things yeah. of that nature where, yeah, I didn't see it happening myself either this year. I know everybody was like talking about it and whatever. I didn't think it he's was like, happening. I'm going to do it. And then probably was like, Oh wow. That's a lot of fucking work. And the due date is like now. So. And is like, is it going to be the new thing at fucking celebrity every fucking election now? I hope not because eventually. Can we leave politics to politics because I can't handle much more, but go on. All right. So COVID's at an all time high in Florida, where we live, guys. We are the new, new Wuhan, China, evidently. Yep. We are just like it was back in January for them. We're pretty much right there with them. And nobody gives a fuck around here because you live here. I live here. I see people, there's a little bar by my house. Bars are not even allowed to be open. They're open every fucking night. They don't go to the 
They, okay, like Florida literally decided that COVID is boring and therefore it does not exist. They're over it. Yeah, Florida is over COVID and they're going to do what they want. I was watching the news last week and then the girl's like, she's at a restaurant. She's like, so what? Like, everyone's going to get it. Like, whatever. It's just like, oh, God. Oh. Well, yep. you'll find me in my house. Mm-hmm. I, I, got a, I got a dog to take care of. So I, I can't be getting exposed, people. For real. But Demi Moore. And, you know, I was excited to do this vlog. My mom sent it to me. Everybody was shocked to see what her bathroom looked like when she posted a photo on Instagram announcing that she was working on a, a show. But it was all carpeted. It was atrocious. It was completely carpeted. Like, just very outdated. Like, very 60s. And she definitely gave us, like, cat lady vibes. It was what I told you. It was a cat lady's dream and everybody else's nightmare. Okay. Yeah. It was carpet. There was shit everywhere, literally. The, the amount of clutter in, in uh, what do they call it? Chotskis everywhere. And oh my goodness. it, it It's just horrible. And was Ashton Kutcher living in that bathroom? I, that's what I want to know. Me too. How long has she had that house? Because that's an old bathroom. Because now I want to see what um, how Mila Kunis's bathroom looks. Can I like request Listen, a photo of it? I'm, you know, I don't follow Mila like that. I love her. I think she's a good actress. I'm just gonna say I don't believe her bathroom has carpet. I, I, I don't oh, get that no. carpet vibe from her. Okay. I, I was shocked to see it because, like, even in our blog, it was atrocious. If you go to girlwidepodcast.com, we we will we blog about this stuff, and it's it's like you're so excited to see how the other half live, you know, because they have so much fucking money. They can do whatever. They can decorate however the fuck they want. Us poor people over here, we got a thrift and Target and fucking Walmart and TJ Maxx it up. So it's like MTV's Cribs. Like, Listen, I'll take my Target decorations over the what the fuck oh, he had going on. Yeah. Target looks First like- First of all, it looks gross. <laughs> like dirty, like disgusting, like it smelled. I mean, car- it's carpeted bathroom. That's yeah. disgusting. And if you actually take a bath in there, then it's going to be mildewy because the water is going to seep over the side of the fucking tub. But Duh. And then like- if you have a boyfriend or even a fucking one night stand, don't let him take a piss and miss the bowl. You imagine how much piss is on that carpet? That's disgusting. It's disgusting. So in um, other news, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how to say the last name, but Valentina Sampaio. Sampaio, Sampaio. Sampaio, Sampaio was the first transgender to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So congratulations. She looked beautiful. Which we covered. So if you're interested in that story, it's up on our blog. Um, and I want to touch on that. So we, Terry and I take it upon ourselves to blog as often as we possibly can. And as often as Hollywood allows us to, because sometimes there just ain't shit going on. Um, and we put up whatever's going on for the week. If you're interested in Hollywood gossip, go to girlwhypodcast.com. Everything we've pretty much touched on today, as far as celeb stories or anything like that, they're up on our blog. We've talked about it. We've uh, dove deep into the to the uh, stories, so we have some of the facts, sources, things like that for you to go ahead and read over. Leave your comments, let us know, and we want to hear what you think about some of these celebrities. Like, I want to know that I'm not the only one that's obsessed with like Hollywood. I want to know that I'm not the only one disturbed by Demi Moore's bathroom. Yeah, I don't think you are, <laughs> but let us know. All right, so we're cutting it close here. So let's get into your. Uh, reviews. You, people love these weekly reviews, by the way. Product reviews. All right. So this one was a huge beach ball. And if you've ever Googled like funny reviews, because this is like one of the top ones, you'll see this ginormous beach ball that's like four times the size of a grown ass man. So somebody wrote in and said, 
It's a fun way to ruin a weekend and blow a hundred bucks. We took this ball to the beach after it took almost two hours to pump it up. We got to push, <laughs> it, we got to push it around for about 10 fun-filled minutes. That was when the wind picked up and sent it hurtling down the beach at about 40 knots. It destroyed everything in its path. Children screamed in terror at the giant inflatable monster that crushed their sandcastles. Grown men were knocked down trying to save their families. The faster we chased it, the faster it rolled. It was like it was mocking us. Eventually, we had to stop running after it because its path of industry and injury and destruction was going to cost us a fortune in legal fees. Rumor <laughs> has it that it can still be seen stalking innocent families on the Florida panhandle. We lost it in South Carolina. So there is something to be said about durability. Love it. All right. So the next one, a steering wheel mounted desk for your car. <laughs> well, you wouldn't believe how much more interesting my commute was now that I have something to do other than just stare out the window. I'm, I'm using it right now to post this review and I never, and then it trails off. So I, I don't know what he never did. <laughs> A gallon of Tuscan whole milk. This milk is easily twice as good as Tuscan half milk. Save yourself some hassle and just spring for the whole. <laughs> okay. It's whole versus 2% milk. This, Get it. This one is called this very comfortable casket that's oh so cozy. Did you know that Amazon is a great place to buy high quality caskets? And quote, haven't heard a single peep from grandma since she received this. Oh, dead. Well, rest in peace to this guy's grandma. That's pretty sick. She dead. <laughs> she didn't hear a peep though. I'm telling you, girl. All right, what else do we have? Anything else? That is it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, as always, leave us a five-star review. If you hated it, walk the fuck away. If you're not already following us on social media, find us on Instagram at girl underscore y underscore podcast and Facebook and Twitter at girl y podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we will definitely be back next week with a brand new episode of Girl Y. Bye.